I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm, I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode five, eight, nine of Down to Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Hey, I'm Brew. Taylor. How can I live without you? I want to know. How can I breathe without you? If you. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> if you. And Jay. It's Jay. What is it? If you let me go? I don't if know. You, if if you, you ever go. If you ever, you ever go. Uh, she's retiring. Leanne Rhymes? Who is that? Shania? Oh, God. Shania <laughs> I'm wrong. Shania Twain? I don't know who that is. Is it Leanne Rhymes? I have no I idea. I think it is. I think it's Shania. I think you're right. It's not Shania. I know Shania. Well, whatever. Hey, if you're listening at home, <laughs> yeah, tell us. It is so, up on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's Leanne Rhymes. Ah, dang it. Yeah. I thought it was I knew um, it. the girl who does the Titanic theme. The oh, woman, Celine Dion? Celine, Celine Dion? Dion. Oh, wow. Retiring? Yeah. Way she is. Well, she's retiring from She's her. got an ear condition, bro. <clears throat> She's wow. lo- her ears are falling off. Guys, it's very odd. It's All cool. her heads are falling off. Guys, God. I know you're talking about. Guys. I'm so glad you sang, by the way. Celine Dion and I'm all this, it. because you don't want to talk about the most recent Thunder News because it makes you sad. It, it does. does. It literally makes us sad. So Every time. Luke, tell us what happened. Okay. Let's just read this tweet. <laughs> From Eric at Eric Home, okay. A Thunder spokesman informed media Thursday night that Andrew Robertson. <laughs> what did he say? What is he saying? <laughs> Eric oh, Home. Oh, the, oh, the R and N. The R and N went together. Eric Horn. F you guys. He's been a, covering the Thunder for like four years. It, it looks like it looks like home. But F- he, is, uh, he, thunder, he is the Thunder a, beat writer. A Thunder sport, spokesperson informed media. Thursday night that Andre Robertson had a setback in his rehabilitation from left patellar knee surgery. He will be reevaluated in two months. I'm glad you didn't put the alien ant yeah and then he, he goes on to say a suture was irritating robertson's left knee and creating discomfort robertson had a procedure stupid sutures what in the Who world did this? there's so many weird uh, every time there's a major surgery with the thunder there's always something like this yeah i feel it, like Happened with Russell. I don't know who they use. It happened with KD. They they're all using who different is guys. Is they it? are. I mean, but I think their still, people get to pick who they it's, use. Yes, they do, and it's weird. It's weird. They can use the Thunder Docs if they want, but they usually don't. What's going on? And then it usually doesn't work. And I'm sure the Thunder Docs are like, "This is this ridiculous. is why you use us." Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not good because the Thunder. Like, he's an elite defender. We know who he is. We're anticipating him being back sometime in November, and it's a big setback for this team. Uh, big opportunities for other guys, certainly, uh, but over the course of these preseason games, I think we're going to hopefully see that one of these guys stands out more than another, but right now they're all just kind of okay NBA players. Um but it is interesting that we get to see what the process looks like for the coaching staff to start the season rather than in the middle of last season when he went out and they didn't have any idea what to do. And they're like, ah, well, we'll just get Corey Brewer and just uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they have time to plan. They actually have a new coaching staff for the most part around Billy Donovan. And so I'm a little bit excited to see what they're able to do and which one of these guys kind of rises to the occasion because there's way more competition than there was last year. I mean, you had Ferguson, who was a rookie. You had Abrinas, who had was kind of in and out with injuries, which he still is. Uh, and you had Josh Hustis, who was kind of terrified to be on an NBA court. And so I think they have better options this time around, uh, but it's still not 
not a good thing for this, this team. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks. I'm tired. Like, I, I'm, I'm really not interested now to see who fills in or what these players look like. <laughs> You're not interested. Not in this, uh, reg- n- not like in place of Robertson because he's injured for two months. I'd rather Robertson be there and then see who actually makes the team like in proper rotation minutes in a way that is ve- that we will need and that's valuable in the playoffs. Because there's, like you might start a Brinus and he might be really good, but when Robertson's back, he's not going to start anymore and then it throws off like, does that throw off how he plays with the players that he's rotated in with now and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, yeah, I, don't. I feel like that every year there's something like this, and we get to see these other players play, and then when the guy comes back, it does. It's not the same. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, when I think about this, it's, I don't know. I, I've I've been excited about the rotation since we started collecting all of these wings, right? Like, mm-hmm. we never knew who would be the one that rose to the top. I, I would agree with Andrew in the sense that they should have a better plan to go forward than they did last <laughs> year. Um, and I, I, I'm kind of to the point where like this is not an excuse anymore. The Jazz didn't have Gobert for about the exact same amount of time last year yeah, and ended up being just fine. Like They ended up figuring out how to win games without him. And that, that I think they lost... They didn't lose Gobert at the preseason. They lost him you know, a few games into the season, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So... I, there's no excuses. I, I'm, I'm tired of that. Like this team should yeah. be good without Dre. Like yes, maybe sure. it's not as good as it, it it could be defensively, but with one of those wings, which I still think I'll be very surprised if it's not Ferguson. Mm-hmm. With one of those wings, like they should be a team. They could. They should still have a pretty good record by the time Dre comes back mid December. Agreed. Like it's there's I, I can't handle it. It's like, dude, Dre was good. He's the be- he's probably the best perimeter defender in the league. Kawhi being the other one. Um, but you should be able to survive that and not be in the basement of the NBA. His his importance is in a way overstated, and I think that the stark contrast between last season when he played and then when he went out is more of an indicator of the problems this team had last year. Uh, paired with losing Dre, and right. not just only losing Dre. Is this the end of the world? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. But I think I think you hit the exact point that matters is is the way this team is all over the place anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just was amplified when Robertson went out. And Wasn't the there that, to fix? Yeah, those issues. And, and just truthfully, like from what everything looks like if patterson's in that starting lineup then you're only i mean i don't know there's just more space uh for a kind of sub defender to be on the floor because patterson yeah is so much better than mellow was oh yeah or especially is. this version of yeah, patterson yeah so he's so much better defensively to where it's not all on adams to just make up for both because mm-hmm. really at that point adams was making up for Russ, which he's used to, mm-hmm. Dre's position, which he wasn't used to, and then he was also making up for Melo's position. Like yep. that's really what it was. Him and PG were both trying to do both of those things, and so, and you also hope with both, well, with anybody that's going to make that starting spot, Ferguson, Abrinas, TLC, probably I think that would be the top three options. Schroeder, yeah, Schroeder. I think any of them, uh, you're going to see. Hopefully, all of them are better defensively than they would have been last year. Like Ferguson really improved later in the season defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I would put, I'd put a thousand dollars on Ferguson being the starter. Um, yeah, I agree. It does seem that way, but it's just one of those things where I, I think the expectation with Ferguson is Ferguson, Ferguson, number one, at least has the effort has always put the effort in to be a good mm-hmm. defender, which is half, well, over half the battle. But the other thing is, is he should have at least over this course of the summer and in his year of growth as a rookie coming into the season, he should be ready to to play that position in a way that it's not that enormous of a minus. Um, plus, he's still. I mean, I think Ferguson, from what I saw briefly in the Pistons game, even though he didn't shoot for like twenty minutes of playing, mm-hmm. uh, he's very confident in his shot. Like he hit, I think he hit two there in the he fourth quarter. Yeah. And they were, I mean, it was really not, and he never thinks about it when he shoots it, but it really came off. No. And I liked that he didn't, he didn't force anything. He was on the floor for 20, I think it was 22 minutes, something like that. 21 minutes. I think it was closer to 28. 
Really? I'll pull, I'll pull that long? Score. Yeah, yeah he was on the God. court for a long time. I just time. remember a tweet where Brett, I think it was Brett Dawson, was like, and Ferguson still has played 17 minutes without a single shot. So that's why but, 17 was in my head. But it didn't feel like he was passing shots up. That's the thing. Is I, I felt like he was moving the ball and knew his role was, uh, you're not supposed to take this ball and, and do something with it and create your own shot. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would the other thing I would say about that is that offense was so odd yeah it was <laughs> because it was just like number one is you can't really take much other than maybe some rotation preferences from that detroit game and we'll talk a little bit oh. about that here in a minute but the only literally the offense was pick and roll with steven adams and dennis Schroeder. well that was the only thing that would work whenever they would go away from it <laughs> nothing would happen so then Schroeder did pick and roll with adams again and it worked every time yeah and- yeah one one thing <clears throat> i i really liked what ferguson did the other night and a lot of people it's easy to criticize him for some reason but what he, what they had him do in summer league, you can you saw it, you saw kind of the the byproduct of that the other night is that he Ew, was byproduct driving to the basket um, and not having tunnel vision because last season it was I'm going to commit to doing something whether mm-hmm. it's driving to the basket shooting the basketball whatever it is I'm just I'm just going to do it mm-hmm. and. You saw him thinking the game at a higher level. He drove in, saw that he didn't have the lane he thought he did, back to back out, and threw the ball to Patterson in the corner for a three. Uh, he did the same thing a, a couple times, not ending in an assist, but just knowing when to do something and when not to. And so just showing that, I think, is a huge improvement for him because last season it was just he's going to shoot it, he's going to drive, and that's all that was going to happen. And and so I thought his game was really nice the other night. Uh, I'm excited to see what he can do moving forward, but I do think that he's the guy. I think that maybe Abrinas could be. Uh, I think less of TLC the more I watch him play. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Ferguson. Well, and especially if you want to plug and play a guy next to Paul George and Russ and even Steve some, you want yeah. a guy who's not going to waste any offensive possession. Ferg played 34 so, minutes the other night. That's a long time. And so if he can go in there and not waste possessions like what you're talking about, like yeah. Jeremy Grant sometimes can waste oh. valuable possessions when Russ and PG are on the court we'll with talk him. About you know? him. But um, yeah, I think I think Ferguson will end up being that guy for that reason, mm-hmm. especially if he can just stay in front of his guy on defense. Yeah, I mean, I think if I had my preference... Which I this is why I'm not betting this way because Billy has never shared my preference for majority of the guys on this team. But if I had my preference, I think Alex is still my favorite for that spot. Alex passes well. I think mm-hmm. he's. A, I mean, I know he's a better shooter. Yeah. Um. Even in his spotty moments against the Pistons, like he was still. I mean, anytime he shot it, it's like uh, every time you think every time he shoots it, you think it's going in, right? Mm-hmm. Versus Ferguson, where it's like, eh, maybe. Uh, which maybe changes this year, like it really did after the All Star break last year. Um, they both look, both of their shots look really money. for real. Yeah, yeah. They they tons of confidence. Good. Great. Yeah. I mean, everything looks good about it. Uh, TLC was a guy I liked a lot of what he did on the floor. He just maybe can't shoot the ball, and we don't need another one of those. He's going to be streaky. Yeah, and one of the things you saw against the Pistons, which I, I don't know if this is indicative of anything going forward, but you did see TLC was playing the small forward position, which is positionless basketball. I get that, you know, but it was, there were some lineups where Schroeder, Ferguson, and I think they started the That's second, what they maybe said. the whole start and first and second half. I yes. only watched it. I only got to watch second quarter on, but is it was uh Schroeder, uh, Ferguson, TLC, Patterson. And, and yeah, yeah TLC's fine. Like, I think he's going to be he's a guy okay. that's, he's going to get minutes. Yeah. But if I was going to bet, like I said, my house on it, bet man, I, I, would, I would absolutely bet on Ferguson being the starter. Yeah. Who do you? Okay, we can go around the horn. Abrinas. Who do you want to be? Abrinas. Yeah. Probably Ferguson. Uh, I will say TLC. Oh. <laughs> Why? Just because. Well, because you're talking about like not a great shooter. Gonna be good on defense. <laughs> he makes sense. Like he's, he's I want. Robertson. I want him to slot in and just be Robertson replacement. So yeah. like it's not anyone that's like. Go to, to like the people that are going to be in the second team are going to remain on the second team all season, and he slots in there as the most like easy. He is Robertson. That actually yeah. makes sense. You kind of talked about that with like it being how Houston was, where it's like Houston was either not playing mm-hmm. or starting. Yeah, yeah, last year, and that's what I want to happen. Yeah, I Abdul Nader. I'm not a huge believer in TLC as like a defensive stopper or anything close to that and so to me i'd rather have the shooting i'd rather 
see if we can get more out of I'm about to dunk. And see if he's about to dunk. Yeah, I think the other thing we're going to be super surprised by is the amount of minutes that Hamadou Diallo is going to play, especially early. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with Ray Felton when Russ gets back. I don't know what they're going to do with Diallo when Russ gets back. Because somebody's going to lose basically all their minutes when Russell comes back and it's going to be one of i i don't know if diallo is going to play but i thought that he was he was all right yeah he he doesn't look lost and that's the key for me for a rookie did you see his air ball no i did maybe i did you miss that one part so he got this steal fast break he's got a defenders right in front of him he stops for a pull-up jumper at the free throw line, and it just barely sails over the head of the defender. <laughs> just air ball. <laughs> it was really and bad. All that is is overthinking it. It was really bad. You, and that's the thing about rookies. Like to have a rookie that has a role on a. T- so the most rookies that are going to be impactful are going to play for teams where it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right. Like Marvin Bagley. I'm watching him last night. Or their OG Ananobi. Yeah, a rookie that can right. impact winning is a very rare soul. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those guys don't really exist. Yes, and so a, a guy that comes into a team that is immediately, and the Raptors are odd. Like, I think there's a difference in the expectation for somebody coming to the Thunder versus the Raptors, right? Because the Raptors are constantly the team, especially last year and this year, Raptors are constantly the team where it's like, yeah, they'll be good, but who knows what they'll actually end up doing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, I, and I'm, I'm kind of reaching a little bit with this, this, but I think with OG number one is he's different. He was different. I mean, he was obviously a way better talent than he's the awesome. twenty whatever. Good at shooting, and he was good on defense immediately. Yeah. But for guys that come in on a team like you watched it with Sabonis, where Sabonis, by the way, watching him a little bit in highlights against the Rockets, he's good. Dude, he's so good. Holy moly! Anyway, so. But you watched it with that. Like, there's the thing that gets these guys is not always their talent or ability. It is so much more mental because it is terrifying mm-hmm. to try to be. You have to have like this above and beyond, almost ridiculous confidence in yourself to be, which most guys seem to have. But then they get on the floor with the group. Like, there's a ton <laughs> of pressure put on themselves to be an immediate. Oh, impact yeah. player for these teams and so and i you can tell you can at least tell from the rotation in the blue white scrimmage which doesn't really matter but kind of matters and then you can definitely tell from that pistons game that the team is high on and also they gave him a guaranteed deal that they're high on hamadou diallo high like on crack you can tell like anyway <laughs> yeah. so i, I, I think, like him yeah. i think he's going to be somebody that you may see especially early especially if russ it's out any longer amount of time, which I do not foresee. I don't know what if you're hearing anything through the organization, but um, I, I don't think I think four weeks long. is this week, right? Will you tell us what uh, where PG was? Oh yeah, where um, CC's Pizza. His his girlfriend put on Instagram that her dad died. Oh Ooh. man, and so that's what everybody assumes. There wasn't any like anything official, but. Yeah. So, yeah. You just kind of wish that like PG would have taken that game a little more seriously and shown up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on. Uh, we also don't know what Abdul Nader like. Where does where does he fit into this equation? Because he's been out with some soreness, right? Uh, and so, is he going to be ahead of, in the rotation of Hami? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, Maybe he, he could be. I really, I really have no idea. What is uh, what is Nader's? He's uh, he's so much bigger. It seems like than a. I, a I thought he's more of a four. He's a. He's a forward. He's a wing. Okay, to me. Okay, um, but we'll see. I don't. I really have no idea. I don't know why they didn't play Deontay Burton at all the other night. Maybe they'll play him a ton tonight. That's what exactly how Minnesota. I think it happened. Uh, I still love him, dude. He's good, man. I think he'll, dude plays with confidence. Like he's the guy that it's like you know what he's not going to do is airball a shot on a. He's not going to do that. Number one, he's also going to fly by that guy and just smash on the entire universe. Yeah, he's yeah. Just jump over him and dump he's on jump him. over him. Hey guys, let's run through some Twitter questions related to the Pistons game. At our at our Warren Beck wants to know if, based on the Pistons game in training camp, if we can tell anything about wing rotation, surprise impact players, etc. Taylor, what do you think? Training camp. We just talked about this. Well, I know, but so talk about it. 
I'm not talking about <laughs> anybody else you're excited about. Like no. anybody you've seen that anything we can come from that you would take. I think Patrick Patterson's going to be really important for this team this year. I really do. He looks great. He moves better. Uh, his shot looks so quicker. His shot looks fast. Yeah, it does. Uh, and it, he just looks so much more confident. And Dude. I think him not having to worry about like the mellow thing anymore. And him, he had surgery last summer, correct? He I mean, had he surgery like he was a few weeks per, before training camp. Yeah, yeah, he was playing into shape the first half of the season, and he had to figure out what to do with mellow. And he wasn't hitting shots. Like, he was out for training camp, and his first game back in was the first game of the season. Yeah. I just I There's think that, no way, yeah. I just think he's gonna be a big deal for this team this yeah. year. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at oh. Zach Diesel one <laughs> eight job, yeah, okay. who wants Completely. to know or says that Dinesh Schroeder seems to be living up to his nickname of Schroederbega. Because Rutabagas are his favorites. His question is Schroederbega and Kiwi seem to have nice chemistry. Don't you think? I just I thought the effort in this question was <laughs> that, wor- worth it. I, is that true? I don't think it's his nickname, but maybe. Is it? Is, no. It All is right. now. Schruder, Schruder, oh, Schruderbega. I don't even know what a rutabaga is, by the way. What is, is a, it a vegetable? I think it's a it's a root, root vegetable. What are those called? A root vegetable. Root. <laughs> Looking it up. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a beet. Mm. It's like a radish. It's a cousin kind of a of, radish. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Maybe he really does like rutabagas. Maybe this is something we don't it's know. It's very possible. Uh, anyways, their chemistry was on point. It is <laughs> so visible. And the thing I've really appreciated about Schroeder is he seems like he is constantly trying to learn from Billy Donovan. Student of the game. Like, it's weird. Ooh. Like, he'll come over <laughs> and he's like, Student really like, game. when you're used yeah. to Russ where he just is like, you know, like stone face, like, I'll do what I want to do. you guys. I but know Schroeder, what I'm doing. Yeah, I can already see. I can already see underneath the layer of people that actually are like normal fans. I can see this growing sentiment among mainly the sports animal. People are going to be like, you know, I think this team. Man, I had that same feeling. Maybe. I mean, it's like the Eric Maynard world again. Yes, like, Russ won the MVP two years. And you're like, well, Russ, Dennis Schroeder is actually a better facilitator. I, like I can feel it because there are oh, times where it's like he's more he's more pass first than Russ is, which is crazy to say that because Russ, you know, his average more. Which is funny because he's not. He's really I know, not. I know, I mean, but I can he, already. Could you see it in that yes, business yes. game where it's no, like? I, I thought the same thing. He took sixteen oh. shots in twenty six minutes. It, did, it yeah. just like, feels different because it's not Russell, right? Okay, so I don't know. I think I think he's more patient than Russell is, like in the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Like Russell is. I'm going to just ram this down your throat kind of thing. And he's more like, I'm going to kind of weave my way in and out of this pick and yeah. make the right decision. He's been really impressive. But don't you think that their chemistry, I thought that their chemistry was so good like that because Dennis does kind of play like a Russ Very light. Similar. And maybe Steve is just comfortable with that kind of point guard play. And it yeah. feels like they're trying really hard to to maintain like the build chemistry. And actually there's another question a little bit later. And I'm going to jump to it and we'll come back. But at thunder Borakua uh, said, everyone's excited for Dennis and Adams connection. How much should we expect to see it when Westbrook comes back? And how do you stagger those lineups? You briefly mentioned it on Wednesday's pod is that there's a chance that I would. And I think I'm, I think I'm with you on this is that I would bring Adams out earlier, mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. If you, especially, you know, if, if you're confident in Noel or if it's going to be Grant, that's the one that's coming in, I'd bring him out a little bit earlier and then let him run a little bit more with Schroeder. I think we'll see it. I think so. I think Schroeder's going to play a lot, especially yeah. early. Oh, early, God, yeah. But even good, when Russ man. comes back, I, I expect to see him play a lot. I think one thing that we saw, and you could see it just in that first preseason game, is that Schroeder is easily one of the best four players on this team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was there was no question in your mind. I mean, mm-hmm. some, I, I think I mentioned this on the pod, but some people mentioned... Like there may not be a huge difference between Ray Felton and Dennis Schroeder, and I was like, I don't. I don't Those people have I don't lost think that's true. their minds. But you saw the stark contrast whenever he went out of the game and Felton came in. And the whole offense it just screeching halt, right? And you just saw all those shooters. You saw any wing, and it was Abrinas a lot of times standing there wide open as Ray Felton dribbled into his mid-range jumper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, over and over and over again. 
And Schroeder's not going to do that. And no. so it made me really excited for what the potential of the second unit could be. Because there were times last season where the second unit moved the ball better than the starters did. But a lot, of, a lot of times it was just the Ray Felton show. I mean, Ray took, what did he take? He took 14 shots. Against the, the Pistons? The other night, yeah, in 19 minutes. I mean, he took, <laughs> he got his He's own. He's trying to keep his spot. <laughs> scored 12 points on 14 shots. I mean, it's pretty, pretty good. You, can, you kind of can depend on him to, like, shoot. Here's what I think. I think that he's he can score. He scores. I he like him. Too. I like him as a secondary ball handler and as a more of a two guard than I do as like a backup point guard. And I think we're going to see that yeah. he is. Go- he is going especially to early, especially play. early. And that's why I think like Diallo may not play because where are the minutes going to be? Uh, he may take minutes away from Alex Abrinas. Like that's a sincere possibility. I almost grabbed my him. microphone and threw it against the wall. I'm just telling I know, you, you're right. Billy likes him and he's going to play. And I think he'll be better. He was really good on spot up threes last year, and so he may he may be pretty good in that role actually. So he he's not he's not bad. He's also Ray Ray, doesn't hurt your I, team. dude. I'm I I have this is my stance on Ray Felton. He may not be bad, but sometimes I wonder whether he's actually good for the team. I like, would because say, he takes especially in that which that Pistons game you can't say anything about it right like it's yeah preseason can. game this everybody's out like it's a weird it just was weird like everything about it felt weird um, Michael Cage just took over it was just weird yes. okay oh, that was uh, terrible also he he really was making a point to pronounce. Timothy Luawu Cabarro. Every time he said it like that, it's also preseason for them. I'm hoping. Uh, so yeah. yeah, certainly. But the thing is, is Ray like it still was the same Ray where it's like he's not going to pass the ball or he's going to shoot. Guarantee he's going to shoot this ball. And so, but the thing yeah. is that does make me a little bit more excited about that is the fact that when Russ comes back and Schroeder moves to your secondary, like those moments with Ray are going to be very, very few and far between. Just not as many possessions for him to take and mm-hmm. make that way. Yeah. You wouldn't start Schroeder at the two. Um, do we have a question about this on the dock? Mm-hmm. I know somebody asked. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to try whatever. I think they're going to close that way uh, for sure. But I don't know about yeah. I don't know. There's such sticklers. To, well, and especially like early, you want to try to you want to stagger those minutes. You want to keep a good point guard, in, and you want to try times. to maintain kind of what the team could look like. Like you don't throw it all out just for an injury in the first two months of the season. Yeah, I don't think that will happen um, to start the game. But it's that lineup will, I think, will almost certainly close games. There should not be any minutes without Russ or Schroeder on the court. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's. That's how it should work. <laughs> but Ray Ray. But, Sometimes you got to clear out and let Ray do his thing, you know? The, it will happen. Not ever. <laughs> it will It will with certainty happen this season <laughs> where one of them will be off the court and Ray will be calling his own shots. The man, baby. All right, our final question about the Pistons game is from at Raising Oklahoma who wants to know, is Jeremy Grant still good? He literally looks confused every time he has the ball so far i literally get confused every time i'm driving he could have said that exact quote every time he's driving every time time that he was driving to the basket it looked like jeremy graham from two years ago you know when you were talking about ferguson earlier and you said he doesn't just he didn't have tunnel vision like i'm making a decision to drive jeremy grant that has always been his problem is he makes a decision and he goes for it, and it's really hard for him to make another decision. He looks exactly like he did at the beginning of the season last year. Yeah, like exactly. Now, here's let me yeah. give you the the like real excuses in my mind. Number one is the dude has not played at all with any sort of normal lineup. He played the whole blue white scrimmage with the Thunder G League team. Yeah, like it was crazy. He was the only guy that's going to get real rotation minutes on that side of the ball. Okay. So number one, that number two um, is the fact that like it continued number one in, in the Pistons game, right? Like it was the same thing, but I think that he li- he really is trying to figure out what his role is since it's he his role came out of kind of a desperation last year. Yeah, 
uh, that's not what they need him to do this year. And so he's playing a lot with Nerlens, which is something they're also trying to get used to, which I mentioned last week in the podcast. And so there's a lot, there's a lot that has changed for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder, I mean, it's, you have to wonder, does it change anything in his mind or his game with Patterson being the one that is the starter? Like, does that shape anything? It might. <clears throat> I also worry about the spacing issue because a lot of the reason that he could get to the basket is he usually just had that one defender there. And with Nerlens, like Nerlens is not going to space out. And so, although he is shooting a lot of jump shots. You you would like him to be able to hit those and to space his defender out at least a little bit, but they're he's a, they're going to be a lot closer to Jeremy when he gets to the basket. And so he's going to have to adjust his game. Uh, it's one preseason game. It's one, you know, really blue, bad scrimmage. blue and white scrimmage. So, I mean, I don't read into it a lot, um, but it was a little concerning. Yeah, it's, it is shocking to watch him look so lost. Because for me, I, you had so, such high expectations for what Grant would bring to this team this year. Well, the conversation this summer was who who is probably going to be good enough to start Patrick Patterson or Jeremy Grant. And now through just training camp and how Patrick Patterson has looked in these two quick games, there's not a question, no question. that Pat- Patrick Patterson is the starter. It'll be Patterson. And I think that's, I will say it's because his role is like clearly defined. Like Patterson's is like shoot threes, defend well, pass the ball, pass the ball. Mm-hmm. And Grant, it's like do Grant things. It's like, what yeah. does that mean? It's he's, like, I'll shoot some and then hesitate a lot and then try to drive into everybody. He, he's <laughs> definitely their utility guy off the bench, which is a good role for him. He can fill in at the center spot, power forward. He can, he can steal minutes at small forward if you need him to. So I, I still think he'll be basically the same guy he was last season for this team. I think he'll be better. I think he's had a couple bad games. Oh, yeah. And I it's, think we all convinced ourselves that he would come back like – with the contract and the way he kind of ended the season and, and the stark contrast between him and Mello, like you kind of had this picture that he would come back this year and all of a sudden be like this borderline all-star level forward, you know, but that's not ever going to be him. And, and the other thing is to remember is that Grant's the long game here, man. Like Grant is the, when Noel leaves, if they bring back in his canter, like he's the guy that if they, you know, whatever it is that, and I was, I was not saying it, it was kind of a joke, but maybe, uh, grants the guy that if <laughs> next year that rotation thins back out, like it looks different. Like who knows, like you're betting yeah. on the long game of, of Jeremy Grant versus mm-hmm. just what he can bring this year. But I still saying all of that, still believe that Grant will figure it out. He's going to be good. He proved that he belongs in the on this level of expectation last year, and so I'm excited about what Grant can bring still. But he oh, does yeah. look confused every time he drives. Hey, guys, you know what we need to talk about? <coughs> Anthem beers. Boom, boom, boom. We are in the middle of Oglethoberfest season. We are. And they are great. I got 12 last week, and guess what? I've been drinking them all week, and they're great. Um, also, <coughs> their tap room open we got new liquor laws that means if you go to a liquor store you can get them cold you can if you go to the tap room it's gonna start being open later and that's great i love it i'm very excited um i feel like i think 10 o'clock on friday and saturdays i think that's the difference is it is it yeah cool um it is great and they are great it is you know i found uh so i'm doing this thing where it's like it's so funny if you're from oklahoma (laughs) very descriptive uh or if you're from anywhere else and you listen to us like it is this really confusing like why what is this big deal so like for the first time ever you can go to a grocery store and get higher point beer like some craft brews and wine and wine vino and so i've just like on this like tour of the city just looking at different places be like oh what do they have and what do they have what do they have and i'm not even buying anything i'm just wandering <laughs> around aimlessly in these stores and you know where i found anthem sam's club well, yeah they're cool. they're in walmart man yeah how about that sam's club i don't and shop walmart. at walmart but i do go to sam's club Occasionally. Same thing. Get yourself a pizza slice. They make, yep. a, they make a hot a mean dog combo. Hot dog. Yeah, they do put a hot dog on your pizza. But you can. You can find. Okay. Don't, don't do that. Right. And put no. it in your butt. Why? <laughs> Everybody, just let this sit for a minute with Taylor. 
Don't. In your butt. <laughs> Put it in your butt. Hot dog Mute pizza him. Mute him. in your butt. Do it. <laughs> no, okay. I refuse. So, Anthem, listen, they're going to be available in more places. You're going to be able to find them cold. That means that there are literally no excuses. None. For None. you to not enjoy. To me, to me, Anthem, I was thinking about this. The seasons, my favorite Anthem beer changes with the seasons. Mm. Right now in fall, Oktoberfest. It's it's fantastic. Then we move into the winter months, and I'm an Earl Burroughs guy. Yep. Then spring comes a golden one. Nothing better. Mm. Summer, OK Pills. Ooh, and and that's how that's how my Anthem consumption goes. But they're all good all year all year round. They're not going to stop selling them because they're so great. true, man. But right now is Oktoberfest. It's kind of, it is specifically their seasonal this season beer and it's worth a drink in your mouth and it's worth every penny worth every penny whatever they ask for pay them pay it pay it and check out their tap room open later they've got live music on fridays and they've got uh unique spins on their classics there that you need to try and you know what you know when you can try those when you come to our after party next saturday (sighs) yeah you should tell everyone about it right now we are having next saturday a seven the 13th correct is that the date yes yes october 13th from 10 in the morning at the press until five seven hours of podcast action a new guest every hour maybe maybe if we can swing it we'll see and afterwards we're gonna have a little after party at anthem's tap room so it's gonna be a lot i mean if you want all the thunder talk you can handle while also having delicious food delicious drinks at the press this is the place to do it it's the time. It is the time. So I'm going to release a schedule. <clears throat> I'm trying to get our guests all lined up for a specific time slot so you can come see your favorite Thunder commentator. Yeah. Or you can just come hang out with us all day. All day. All day. If, if like. you and drink and eat outside. you buy me a and send over to me food, I will eat it, regardless well, of what it is. Well, Luke, I think what we're going to do is every hour... <sighs> You're going to eat something different off of the press menu. See, I'd love that. It's going to be really good. And I good. can too. And maybe like we all can, and then we can talk about it. I'm up to the hour. challenge. I'm up to the challenge. An entree every hour? Yeah. Yeah. A meal every hour? Maybe it doesn't have to be a meal. It could be like a seven meals. An maybe appetizer. like an appetizer. Starting with an appetizer and then I'm, I'm ready. I'll, if or you, or if, we could get entrees and I'll split it every hour. I'm letting you then guys know if it is in front of me, I'm going to eat it and because everything at the press is delicious so we haven't okayed this with the press yet we're just making this up well why i mean no. we can, even if they don't want to we're gonna i'm gonna buy, buy it every year i'm gonna buy seven entrees i'm gonna spend a bazillion dollars <laughs> <laughs> guys it's gonna be great and you should come check us out you don't have to stay for all seven hours you're invited to though but if you see look at the schedule come see your favorite thunder commentator uh, I, I think we're going to try to uh, Skype Alex in, maybe a video on a video. I don't board. know. I, I don't, you're just like making this up. On we're the working. Well, yeah, talk it up. That's we're okay. working it out. We're, we're trying. We're trying to do as much as we can. How are you? Go- <laughs> you are working it out, right? Yeah. Andrew, Facetime. Need you to what you mean is more. what FaceTime. you mean is Andrew work this out and make this work? Yes, <laughs> but it's going to be great. Come check it out, and afterwards go to the tap room, have a delicious anthem beer. All right, <sighs> fine. Do it. Fine. All right. Now on to Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at the frozen Oki, who says two Pat was bad at playing center last year because he wasn't strong enough to defend most centers or fast enough to always get past them. Now that he's in better shape, will that change? Should he play the five in small ball lineups instead of Grant? I think the answer to that question is no. He should not. Uh, he's whether he's in great shape or not in great shape. He's never been a guy that really defends a low post well. I think if you really want to spread the floor out, sure. But for long stretches of time, I still think that Jeremy Grant's your better option as your small ball center. Yeah, and I think the thing to remember, like something that could be healthy for this team, is to not have to play guys into the ground. Right? Like 
you should have the flexibility with this roster where it's not like sometimes Patterson will pay 20, 25 minutes and yeah. grant, you know, like they'll split minutes in a way that makes more sense. Patterson has never been really able to guard some, like fives. Like that's not his thing. Like no. he, he's exactly what he needs to be. And it's, he's almost, he's not a specialist per se, but I most definitely think that you don't have to, you don't have to take one guy and make him do a thousand things if you have other guys can can do what they he's do. He's a four. He, yeah. So to pull me, him if you yeah. need, if you want to run a small lineup with a with a single big that's not Stephen Adams or Nerlens, throw Grant out there. That's why we have him. Um, and so it's one of those things where I don't think it has to be such a. Yeah. I don't know. I just think there's space for you to be able to to just not use guys. <laughs> Grant is your so versatile. Much, if that makes Grant sense. is your versatile big. And now that you don't have Mello soaking up basically all of the four minutes, that's where Patterson's going to yeah. be able to get his minutes this year. And that's sure. that's a pretty big difference. And that's kind of what I was trying to say in the sense that, like, you don't have an ego that's going to be like, oh, I have to play thirty five minutes. Like, yeah, no, you just play what you need to play, and you get moved and mm-hmm. pulled, and you know, like, just be flexible with the lineup. Yeah, and Mello never played the three last year for the Thunder. Uh, a couple stats to. Uh, to bring to the table from earlier conversations. Throw some stats in my face. Why are you? Why? Um, cleaningtheglass.com lineups that featured Russ and Ray Felton last season were a plus 3.6 on the year. 782 possessions. So that's pretty good. Wow. Thanks for throwing those stats in my face. Wow, that's a lot of possessions. Uh, and then, oh, wow, you guys are just the worst. Um, with Russ and Paul George on the court and Mello and Robertson off the court, which is basically what we're hoping will happen to start the season that we'll have Russ um, in there, there were a plus 11.6. So in lineups, with that included both of them. So there's some optimism there. It's not like this team was just completely terrible uh, without Robertson. So if you take... Obviously, Mello's not here, and Robertson's off the court. Uh, there's still some good lineups to be had. So this team can be good. I think a lot of pressure's on the coaching staff right now to find the right combinations and to play the right guys. Yeah, which was a weird <laughs> reminder in that Pistons game where it was like, <laughs> just cut the table off. Yeah, please do. Uh, if you would have seen, you would have been even more mad. The, <laughs> the coaching staff is like a... I didn't realize how much of a turnover it was. There was like yeah. three new guys on the bench. Right. It's crazy. Crazy. So hopefully, what? Yeah. Did they all get fired? Uh, some guys moved crazy. on. Like Adrian crazy. Griffin went to the Raptors, right? Yeah. I I would crazy. say. Crazy. Holy mackerel. Luke, seriously, I'm being serious. Sorry, guys. Stop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of asked. Or they, they were encouraged maybe to go get jobs somewhere else. Yeah. I don't think that it was a, oh, no, don't leave us. I yeah. think it was. All right. We. This did not work out toward the end of the season, and they're not going to let Billy go. You guys, so if you want to go find jobs somewhere else, we would yeah, be excited. We about need that to change something. Yeah. yeah, we will help you move on. Darko <laughs> seems like the one that's Darko, Mark Bryant, and Mo Cheeks. Those are like the yeah. Those are those are the, the mainstays. Yeah. yeah. All great. right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at wave underscore in underscore stretch who says abrinus and tferg are better shooters but tlc seems to be able to get shots much easier that is an important skill and more needed with the second unit taylor do you agree or disagree uh i i disagree because i think that like other players could shoot that many times if they wanted to as well like tlc's shots he wasn't getting like he wasn't creating for himself open and good shots. He was kind of just going at the rim or going and shooting with a defender, contesting his shots, and none of them were going in. So I just disagree that that's a valuable, that we saw TLC providing a valuable skill the other night. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, I Like I said, I said this earlier, I think TLC is not... I think he can play. Like I think he yeah. he will get minutes on this team. I think he has to get. I mean, he has to get a shot going, which He'll I guess play. he's streaky. Yeah, um, but he does he does do things that make me think. Okay, he can finish creatively around the rim, which is yep. probably something that he has that those other guys don't. And he slashes a little bit more. Yes, consistently and effectively than those two guys as well. Yeah. Also, this one preseason game, y'all. Right. 
Whatever. Yeah, that's totally. True. Let's not but overreact to it. Once again, I'll say I think I say this every single preseason. It's like you've been wandering through a desert for so long that your first drink of water is to mm. you're just like, give me all of it. I want to talk right. about every single <laughs> minute detail. And then it's it. bad for your body and you throw it all up and yeah. it makes you more sick and dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. Also, wow. Abrinus <laughs> is going to be guarded more heavily than a guy like TLC mm-hmm. as well. So that's it's also on the Thunder offense to create those shots, not just on those guys. I mean, all yeah. these guys that you're talking about are all going to be spot up guys for the most part. And it's not part of, it's partly their job to get open, but it's more of the offense's job to make sure that they get there. Um, it's more of the team working together yeah. to get them there. And so. they were not there in game one of the preseason. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> All right, guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Raising Oklahoma, who wants to know. Who is how- our Twitter question like king this week? You Twitter had four question. incredible questions. Appreciate it, Jesse and, Smith. And, and he is a benevolent benevolent king. That's not still wrong. Well, benevolent. I can't say that. Benevolent. 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 He's a benevolent. Benevolent. He's Yeah. I haven't said that word in a long time. Beowulf. Or maybe ever before. He wants to know how many times will Mello apologize for taking a long two this year, Jay? It's, it's malevolent. Mellow. It's maleficent. Mellow. Mellow elephant. So Mello, game one, first preseason game, he he did his mellow move where he pump faked, stepped inside the three point line and shot it. And then yeah. I guess you could hear him as he's going down saying, My bad, Mike. <laughs> Oops. Uh, here's the thing is Thunder fans. You need to get used to the fact that Mello may be way, way better on offense this year than he was last year. But at the same time, you also realize that he still can't stay on the floor because he's defensively terrible. Yeah, he'll be better, but, and also he provides more value in the fact that he's not making $28 million with Rockets. Right. If he was making the minimum with the Thunder last year, you'd be pretty excited about what he brought. Yeah. The, the value difference is, huge but still it's the misnomer it, and i know that mikey did a lot or mckelly did a lot of this uh stat digging but it's the misnomer and i even heard the rockets broadcasters talk about it last night i was watching some highlights from the game is that Melo's just going to get way more open shots it's like no he got a ton of open shots and just missed them last year yeah he yes a ton he, of open shots he he missed a lot and so and he was he was wide open he often t- he's just not comfortable in that role and it you know, the Thunder may have gotten him more ready for this role right. in Houston than people are giving him or the Thunder credit for it because he played. Great. Everybody begged him to be Team USA Mellow. That's what they wanted him to be, Olympic Mellow, and he was. He took more threes than he ever has in his entire career. He made more threes than he ever had in his entire career, and now he's probably going to be better in that role with Houston because I think that they do execute that offense better than what OKC does. Uh, but still, when you are going to close games, I think that your your defense is only good as as your weakest point. Yep. And if he's going to be out there, it's going to be the same. Like yeah. he, and he's a year older than he was last year. Like he's not going to get better at defense. No. His effort level is not going to change. His awareness is not going to change. That's still going to be a big issue when it comes down to playoff time. Regular season, just like Ryan Anderson, they could play Ryan Anderson a ton in the regular season, and he was helpful. That may be the case with Melo, but when you get to the playoffs, are they going to be able to sit him down like they did Ryan Anderson? Mm-hmm. I just don't think so. Like, is Melo going to take that? I mean, the answer is no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And so if he's going to be playing, because you're already seeing like the tweets that the Rockets have a new big three. And it includes Mello. Well, he's actually probably like their sixth best player. Right. Um, and that, to me, was one of the biggest problems with the Thunder last year is that he thought he was the third best player and he played like it in terms of using possession. So he's going to do the same with the Rockets and eventually it will be a problem. Yeah, and he can't, and he will apologize a lot probably for taking long twos because it's like he's trying really hard. He's, but it's so that's just what he done what he's done for 15 years in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. So, you, anyway, you can't take those habits out of somebody completely. And Taylor apologizes a lot for taking long twos in the toilet. I've I've never apologized for that and I never will. 
It's a hard habit to break. All right, let's move to our next Twitter question. It's a funny joke. Who wants? It's from at D underscore Ray, who says Zach Lowe's league pass rankings have the Thunder ranked at number 15, which is right on the brink of fun and not fun. Will so true. this team be fun? And what non-Thunder team is your number one league pass team? I think he got it right. I think Zach Lowe got it right. Like right there. This team, if Robertson comes back and is healthy and everyone can relax and, and play to their ability, then they'll be fun. If Robertson has issues or like some starters have issues throughout the whole year, this is going to be not fun. I think I think from the beginning it'll be way more enjoyable than last year. It'll, it'll be, be more enjoyable than last year. But last year was so not fun that this year they could still be more fun and it still wouldn't be considered fun. Yeah. I think Andrew. Andrew, what do you think? I just think the I lack of this conversation. I just think the lack of pressure <laughs> is going to help this team play more relaxed. I think you've seen it just in pieces where I think Paul George is going to be maybe the best version that Paul George has ever been. Maybe. Yeah. I think. I think without having to be like, oh, is Paul George going to leave? Oh, we're I think like, the no, changes, we have right? to put yeah. it together right away, or else we're going to be bad. Or like, so I think it. It's going to be fun. I think, yeah. we're higher, I think we're higher than a 15. So, what okay, do you, so tell me this. Yeah, I'm going to go, go through the other teams that are higher than the Thunder, and you tell me if you think they'll be more fun than OKC. Okay. okay. Philly. Yes. yes. Boston. Yes. Now, hold on, hold on. More fun, or is it just like hot? <laughs> more fun. More, more fun. fun. The not rank- better. More, more fun, fun to watch. What's the rank- the oh, ranking no. is fun. I don't know if I think Boston's more fun. They're pretty fun. I do. I do. They're yeah, fun. I do too. That was one. Yeah. They'll like get in five. Who's number They'll- one? Philly. I'm starting with number one. Okay. I'm going going down the list. See if you agree uh, or disagree. So it's Gold, Philly, Boston, Golden State. Less yeah. fun. More fun. Less fun. I hate them. I mean, less Lakers. Fun yeah, more fun. Denver. Uh, less fun. Mm. I hate this conversation. Sorry. Because I don't, for me, it. it's not more fun as much as it's like, who's the most. Buy-in for some day. of them, for the Lakers, it's like, I don't know if they're fun or it's just intriguing to watch them. That's what fun is. <laughs> I love that we're arguing on what fun is. All right, go you're, on. You're thinking, I, not here's the thing. You're thinking too much. I oh, know. Stop thinking so Lakers, much. Lakers, fun. Who's next? Thank you. Denver. Less fun. I think they're more fun. They're more fun. They're an Jokic. Off. Fun. Chicago Bulls less, at number six. Ugh. Less, less fun. That's BS. What was his reasoning? They don't even Every have year, one marketing. bad team breaks the algorithm using this formula. Super, whatever. No, it's, it's I'm wrong. not. Less fun. It's bad. That team is going to Plus, not Lori's not playing. Yeah. No, that team's. You have Levine, Chris Dunn, um, Robin Jabari, 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 Jabari Parker. Parker. No, Ugh. the team is trash. Yeah, they yeah, suck. That team That's sucks. terrible. Not fun. Houston, fun. Yeah, more fun. Uh, Milwaukee, mm, just because he's honest. Yeah. Same amount of fun. <laughs> Toronto. I would say Luke. Same amount of fun. That's yeah, right. I think that's probably Toronto. Right. Not more fun. Really? I like that same team. amount of fun. Utah. Donovan Mitchell, man. But here's the Utah's not here's the here's my thing with Utah. Utah's not really fun to watch. <laughs> no, yeah, they're not like, fun to watch. They execute well and they play good defense, and that's not always a fun team to watch. The only reason that the Oklahoma City Thunder are 15 is because people are have seen Russell Westbrook play before. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. New, New Orleans, like he is a show every time he plays, True. but people have just seen it for 11, 12 years. Right, Portland at 12. Yeah, I always like watching them, man. CJ, CJ and Dame all day. Is it more fun than OKC? No, though, same, man? same level of fun. Same fun. Here's one that kills me: Washington at thirteen. Oh, that's, okay, that's, that's wrong. Yeah, you're Zach. Zach is wrong. That's Miami Heat wrong. fourteen. Last fun. You want to watch the Heat play? Maybe if they get Jimmy Butler, then I. Dion would say, Waiters. Yeah, that's the only reason dream. I want to watch them. Oh, and Dion's going to be sitting on the bench eating hot dogs like Nerlens Noel did last year. Dion didn't even go on this trip with them in preseason. They're trading, and then butt. you get all the way to the Thunder. Like the Thunder are going to be fun. To I don't who? know how, but they're going to. Thunder are going to be fun, man. Hey guys, especially if some of these wing guys turn into something. I don't even trust that you guys know what fun means. <laughs> that is true. You know what's you know you know fun. You know what's fun to me? Reading a good book. <laughs> You know what's fun to me? Analytics. You know what's you know what else? What's fun to me getting out my library card and going on down to the local library. Yeah. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. True. You know what else is Free. fun? Just using my is that imagination. A slogan? 
Yeah, it was on Arthur. <laughs> it was? <laughs> I think I remember that episode. Thank you. All right, guys, I let's really do. move to the Weird. next Twitter question. It comes from at JT Blount, too, who wants to know, have we ever listened to the podcast in half speed? He accidentally stumbled across this and the Cliffs of Russ and Jeremy Land and everything else is hilarious in half speed. Everyone sounds drunk at half speed. Yeah, yeah they do. Which hey, I think man. is hilarious. I really think Timothy Lucabro. Wow. Try so to listen to that in half speed. So for people, go back to that moment. For people who are listening speed. now, right now, move it in half speed and play. And go backwards about 20 Jer- seconds. No, play the Jeremy Lamb clip. <gasps> I literally get confused every time I'm driving. Now that is a, that is a drunk person. This is probably a good... Uh, Half speed too. Bang bang. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Yeah, half speed's funny. You know what I'm going to do is talk extra fast. So when you do it in half speed, it talks like it sounds like one speed. We've got to move on to the next. All question. right, our next Twitter question <laughs> would be from at Midnight Ross, who wants to know: Would you rather be a character that dies in a J.R.R. Tolkien book movie, or a character that lives in a George R.R. Martin book slash TV series. So these that's are, either Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. and these are two pieces of pop culture which I know nothing about. <laughs> really? Yes. A uh, character that dies. You've in never seen Lord of the Rings. I've never seen the third one, and I've never seen the Hobbit. Okay, I've seen the third. I haven't seen the Hobbit either. But that's... the Hobbit was great. Also, uh, there are three Hobbits, guys. Yeah, you yeah. haven't seen the any Desolation of Smaug, uh, Bilbo. Um, there's a lot know. more than three hobbits. Never yeah. mind. Hobbits. So, well, three hobbits. I mean, what's your hobbits. answer then? J.R.R. Tolkien. Tolkien. Yes. <laughs> it's more like respectable. Yeah. They're all like not trash people. Hey like guys. Most of the people. Do you know who has a really good We were literally up. answering this question and you weren't listening. Do you know who and has now a, you jumped in and interrupted well, Do you know us. who has a really good Schmeagle impression? Andrew. I have, I have probably not done it in a decade. Okay, do it's it. Gollum, by the way. Gollum, Schmeagle. I don't know what to say. I'm trying to think of things that say he says. filthy hobbits. Filthy hobbitses. Filthy hobbitses. <laughs> oh, that is good. That's good. What man. else does he say? He also says women be. He shopping. says my precious a lot. My precious. That's good. Say, say, Samwise. I think you are in love with Frodo. <laughs> Samwise, I think you're in love with Frodo. That's good. <laughs> I told you, it's really good. Wow. Now, li- listen to that at half speed. <laughs> Yeah, check that out. There we go. I or once say, dressed you up. Two, say you two should try kissing. Hey, come on, man. This is weird. You dressed up as Gollum. <laughs> I did. He did at at school. <laughs> he and- dressed up in a video of, and was Gollum doing the monologue of the comedian in Nutty Professor. The women be shopping. <laughs> he did that. <laughs> I did an impression of of Gollum doing an impression of uh, the Nutty of Dave, Pro- Dave, of Dave Chappelle. Chappelle in Nutty Professor, yeah. and it was hilarious yeah and nobody laughed (laughs) (laughs) which was really great for us later because i got off stage and we were just dying (laughs) i was like (laughs) it made it better that no one thought oh my gosh yes we were Were you like wearing like a loincloth (laughs) yes i was in like a flesh colored diaper for the whole day and then like a bald like streaky hair like wig God, that was, that was, that was, was really so good. I'm glad we figured we found this out. Yeah. <laughs> That's All right. the whole reason Luke asked that question. Uh-huh. 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 So which one would you rather be to answer the question? J.R. Tolkien. Yeah. Taylor and I both just had that conversation. Okay. Yeah. Hey, great. I'd just rather be J.R. Smith. Um, <laughs> a J.R. Our, Smith book? Yeah. <laughs> then our last Twitter question comes from at Bangelope, who wants to know, would you rather eat the best version of French fries or the best version of onion rings am i gonna be unpopular when i say onion rings no i think so that's what i go with mm, i'm going ff i'm a french fry guy i like french fries too but when you get a good onion ring whew, it's good so true mm, it just depends what do you where do you like your onion rings from johnny's are really good man <laughs> they're so good they really are and we get them extra so well done like you cook them a little bit longer oh, yeah. so do you like it when you bite into the onion ring but you don't actually bite all the way through the onion so it all slithers out of no that's of the, the that's the crust. one downfall and of, then it's of like the onion ring a bad oh, onion ring face and beard just <laughs> flap 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 it's gross a bad onion ring is really bad yeah. a bad onion ring can be really
really bad. And a bad French fry is still okay. No. Uh, Soggy cold ones, pass. Well, pass, yeah, pass. I mean, like, I'm, like fresh. I'm not talking like out of your refrigerator or something. Have you ever had nine day old French fries? They're bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. <laughs> Even one day old French fries. Yeah. Bad. Like three, Even like 30 minute yeah, old that's French fries. True. You gotta eat French fries. Unless you quick. got like an air fryer, you're if gonna you throw ever, them back in yeah. or something. If you ever decide to put French fries in your refrigerator after, just then, throw them in the trash. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah it, right. it, it never There's works. There's nothing you can do to make them better. Wait. Yes. You put them on the skillet. You put a, you put a little olive oil in the pan. Refry them. Double fried French fries. Yeah, it works. You, yeah, you, you, it's way too much effort. Too much effort for it's French fries. Worth it if you love French fries. I don't love French fries though. So I'm, it's, that's an unpopular opinion. I know that. Mm. Where's your favorite French fry? Favorite French fry? <sighs> well, probably Chick Fil A. Probably Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Because great. because I think it's the way <sighs> that they're cut. You get a more. They cooks it through all the way. You, know, yeah, you rarely so get a soggy one. The only- but I will oh, say yeah. this about French fries: like <clears throat> French fries are really just a way for me to get whatever sauce I'm dipping into my belly, unless they're seasoned like really well. Yeah, yeah. but I still it's like the mules fries. Mules fries. I haven't are had their really fries. Good. I always do onion rings when I'm there. Oh, totally. You get their fries. They're really good. Wow. They're or or the they're seasonal side. Or the seasonal side. at the press. Their These fries, fries are good. Oh, dude, I want their tots. If you're taking me to the press, give me them tots. Yeah, yeah tot- smothered. Call me a toddler. I'm telling you, y'all need to come. If you haven't come to the press for some weird reason, next Saturday is going to be a blast. Yes. It's going to be great. And you need to order an entree every hour, correct? Is that what well, they I think we are going to do Okay, that. all right, good. Because I think if we have one an hour, but we all share it between no, four of us. No, just you. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah just you. Okay, I can do it. I'm going to You hungry. can't. You're going to die. Uh I just won't eat the whole thing. I don't have to finish an entree every hour. Actually, do I? You do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Happy plates, bro. Hey, guess what? I'm up to the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> hour three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a mess. <laughs> well, now piping into Luke in the bathroom. <laughs> Ew. He Guys, took, it's really bad in here. I took, I, took my fourth, I took my fourth entree with me. I've got to finish it still. You have to finish it. Hey, guys, I have one I'm more question through. for you. But before I ask that final question, I want to talk to you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They're great. That's who we go to to make our down-to-dunk shirts. And the beers. They're great. They're great. Hey, guys. Oklahoma Shirt Company. It's also great. It's also great. And, which is the highest compliment I can pay anything, is that it is great. And they are great. They make good shirts. They got their shirt of the month club. $10 a month. Every month, a new shirt signing up. Your first month, you get an introductory shirt. Bing, bing. I, uh, Oklahoma, I, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Texas, all of them have shirt of the month as well. So check them out. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. You can also, any apparel needs you need. We're going to be looking at some new apparel for the 2018-2019 NBA season. And uh, guess who we're going through? Oklahoma Shirt Company. You know what they need to get a jump on? Mars Shirt of the Month Club. Because we're about to colonize, baby. Yeah, it's a it's a vast market. I don't know if they would ship there necessarily. Hey, not yet because no one's there. Once they are, but they could. They can. They could. They could. And they will because they're that great. So OklahomaShirtCompany dot com. Check them out. If you have any need for apparel marketing, anything like that, they'll hook you up. And if they can't take care of you because you have some very very strange requests, they will find the people that can take care of you. You know, like if you, you wanna, know what we need to do. What I just thought of this. We need to make a. I'm about to dunk. Share it with them. <laughs> I am about to dunk. I'm about to dunk. So true. <laughs> I like how all of our shirts, if you wear them in public, one, our name is like, did they get that shirt from Walmart? If we wear our logo shirt. And then the Sam one makes no sense. The Paul George no. chicken fried rice one. I don't wear them because God I have to explain them. Right. I'm like, the Paul George one, I'm like, it's this thing. Because everybody's like, I love that shirt. What does it mean? What is that? It's like, well, there's is this that podcast. Kevin Durant never had boba tea until he went to San Diego. It's, it's really weird. I mean, the funny thing David about David Chang it, had a, has a show on Netflix. and <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's literally a five-minute conversation that you have to have. And I've had it a million times. Yeah. And I love it. It's pretty great. But the, the shirt is that good that people are always asking. That's not a cool shirt, but... We have to hey, Luke, who from. made those shirts for us? Oh, what the hell? Oklahoma Shirt Company. Hey. Literally, I use them for any sort of custom printing we do. We use them, like, yeah. to yeah. work, through anything. Whatever you need, they got it. They can do it. And they they just great people, great company. Check them out, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Amen.
last question for you guys is this. Are you miffed and piffed? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. <laughs> Taylor, I'm not miffed, man. Not at all. I'm a little too busy to even be aware of if I'm miffed. Yeah. I feel uh, emotionally overwhelmed lately. Uh, I think mm. I'm, I think you're miffed about that. I'm not miffed though. You know, like when you have so much going on that you just become numb to anything that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Oh, mm. yeah. Anyway, so how are you doing, Andrew? <laughs> I was a little miffed yesterday. I was dropping my son off at preschool, and I get a call from my wife, and she's like, "There's a snake in our house. There's a snake Making in my, my boots. There's a snake in our kitchen. What the? Uh, and I was like, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> and she's, she's like screaming. And I was like, you better call our neighbor. And this is where I was GMB'd because our neighbor came over with some tongs. Ooh. Picked up the snake with the tongs. Tonged, just tonged it away. Yes. How big? How big? I mean, not a snake. big It was snake. a little garden snake. Yeah. 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 Uh, pick that baby up and swallow it. Would you pick the snake up? If, it, if I knew hands? what kind of snake it was, yeah. He used to ha- own I, a snake. I've had you know? two snakes oh, in my yeah, life. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Snakes? No problem, man. Luke, would you pick up the snake barehanded? Uh, there's not a chance. What would you do if there was a snake in your kitchen? I'd, go, I'd call you and go, ah, there's a snake in my kitchen! What do I do? I'd call my neighbor. <laughs> I'd call my neighbor and like, tell him to neighbor. bring the tongs. I didn't think of tongs. I thought it was a really, really good. Well, you probably haven't thought. haven't thought through like the plan of of what you would do if there was a snake in your house before. Have you? Oh, I have. I would just pour all of the chemicals I have in my kitchen on it until it died. Yeah, what what is wrong with you? Um, That's a slow and painful death for that for one of God's creatures. Uh, Sure it is. I think the snake was the devil in the Bible, so that's not true. Oh my gosh, one time, um, <laughs> speaking of, of chemicals, there was a spider in our house freshman year, Yeah, and it looked huge, and we're like, what the heck, this is crazy. So we step on it, it was actually a spider with all of its babies oh, on its back. Man. Oh no, yeah, those are the worst, yes. Horrendous. And so the babies go everywhere, everywhere. Right? So yes. we're like, oh my god, we, we can't kill them all. Well, it was on tile, so we just got bleach, and just... <laughs> bleach all over See? the tile floor to kill all these babies or we were gonna have a freaking spider infestation Dude, you did that to god's creatures wow man those that is that is a, a a demon when you step on a spider and its babies go everywhere I've seen it, yeah it's messed up lots I've, of stomping i've been there when that's happened before but it happened at my brother's house thankfully not my house oh. on carpet oh so guess what you don't. You can't. You can't find all that. That is awful. Oh, that's sick. You had to move. That's a level of hell where you're just constantly really st- trying to kill spiders, but they're getting lost. Babies or, are in the. Carpet. Or you're asleep and something's tickling your head, and you go like this, and it's, and it just floods your face. Oh with my gosh, spiders. I was so missed the other day. I thought I f- I felt a bug go down the back of my pants. Oh, when I was in the Sam's parking lot, it was very windy. It may have blown into my pants, but it was. Awful. Oh, I have man. I have other details I'm gonna tell you guys. <laughs> oh I can't not, wait. Not it was podcast not appropriate. I'm about to dunk. I'm about to dunk. I'm about to dunk. Scared money don't make money. I'm about to dunk.